Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would you like to contribute to the conversation? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition conversation was in? Jay Talking with Bradley Jay. I listen to morning with the sun up. I'm busy. WBZ News Radio 1030. I tune my radio to AM 1030. The radio's all yours now. I talk to a man whose name is Bradley J. Improved my mind in a wonderful way. I just called in. To see what condition conversation was in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition conversation was in. Jay abides. So, it's be easy. You're Jay talking. You're live in 925. And this weekend, lock on up. Here to get us up to speed on what to expect there, and what's going to go on there, whether you can get there or not. Good to know what's going on there. Is Jeff Lawrence, co-founder and CEO of Nitan, which stands for the New England Cannabis Convention, and owner and publisher of Big Boston and DigBoston.com. Hey, how you doing, Jeff? Bradley, such a great opportunity to talk with you. Thank you so much, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. And it's been a long time since I spoke with you. I believe it was probably at one of the tattoo conventions, maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago. Probably about 10 years ago. Yeah, it's been a while, and obviously we spent a lot of opportunity uh, together early on in our careers, talking about a variety of different things. Now we've gone from tattoos to cannabis. That's right. So we have the big convention here. First, tell me about uh, Dig Boston. Are you still operating as you were, or is it different? Well, so in 2016, I actually sold Big Boston to my employees. And tell folks what so it I'm, what it is. So Dig Boston started as Weekly Dig back in 1999, and prior to that, it was run as a monthly magazine called Shovel Magazine. I always said that I would give myself about 20 years to run that company, and then I didn't want to be that old fart running that company. So I negotiated with my employees to buy it out for me. They bought it out. They've done an amazing job since I transitioned into the cannabis convention business. So now we get you up to the convention. And are you the person who puts this whole thing on? Yeah. So uh, myself and my uh, business partner, Mark Shepard, we co-founded it back in 2014. We launched our first convention in Boston in 2015. This is now our fifth annual New England Cannabis Convention here in Boston, but we've also expanded. We now have eight different conventions around New England, the Mid-Atlantic, New Jersey, as well as Salt Lake City and Reno, Nevada. So the idea was to really tap into the cannabis community and the uh, growth in the cannabis industry and bring people the awareness and the attention that this industry deserved. And that's really what we're trying to do. Boston is obviously our largest this year is going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, congratulations on all your efforts to take 
cannabis out of the shadows. I remember the the freedom rallies over the years and back when it was still totally illegal and then when it was decriminalized and then when medical was legal. A lot of good shows, a lot of good music, and a, a lot of good in general done. So congratulations on that. So give me an overview before I dig deeply into the convention. What is it? What is the the general vibe? What is the goal? What is the intention of the convention? So this year we've expanded from two days to three days in terms of programming and uh, the expo component. The, the most important aspect of our convention, though, is education and awareness. So one of the things that we're very proud of is the fact that we're going to have, yet again, more than 150 speakers over four speaker panels and programming tracks over three days that are going to educate the public on a variety of issues related to the cannabis industry. The first being, if you want to get into the industry, you want to raise capital, you want to understand the business. The second is going to be advocacy. How do you take this advocacy component, which a lot of people have advocated for legalization for years, whether medicinal or recreational, into this, what they call now the white market. Second is specifically focused on medicinal. And we've got people coming in talking about using uh, medicinal cannabis uh, for treatment of PTSD if you're, a, if you're a veteran, if you're using it for a variety of other uh, ailments. Uh, we've got some pediatric components as well, which are more CBD-specific, uh, and I can explain that a little bit further, but it's not THC-based, so it doesn't get you high. And then the fourth component is really about the industry as a whole. In addition to that, we're going to have 400 or so vendors that are really geared towards people that are interested in the industry, as well as just learning more about cannabis. So our focus, first and foremost, again, is education. And anybody who comes down is going to not only learn more about this amazing plant, but they're going to learn a ton about this amazing industry. And the hours are... Uh, so tomorrow we're, we're 10 to 6, Friday, and we're at the Heinz Convention Center. Saturday, which is March 23rd, we're 10 to 6 at the Heinz Convention Center, and then Sunday it's going to be 11 to 5. Every day, anybody who attends is going to have access to all of the vendors and the exposition component, as well as an opportunity to tap into programming. Some of the programming is included in that uh, general admission fee. Some of it is a little bit more expensive, but it's geared towards people that want to get into the industry and, let's say, raise capital or learn more about the banking system or the infrastructure. So it's really geared towards anyone who just wants to learn more about the business, very accessible, somebody who wants to spend a little bit more money and really get down and dirty with how to be part of the business. You know, I speak to a lot of people on the radio who are – kind of getting interested in what cannabis may have to offer instead of other more other drugs with worse side effects and for relaxation, et cetera. And this would be a great place to go and get a whole bunch of questions answered that you have and a whole bunch of questions answered that you don't even know you have yet. It's all going to be there. There are also some, and I have many questions. I hope you have a little time. There are works, workshops, Math Cannabis Business License Workshop. What's that? So if you're interested in being part of this industry, one of the challenges is really navigating the licensing process, whether you want to be on the medicinal side or the recreational side. 
what we provide is a forum and an opportunity for you to tap into the people that are not only regulating it for the state of Massachusetts, but they're making the decisions as to how these businesses are actually approved. They're going to be on site. They're going to be willing to educate you, and they're going to be able to provide you with a roadmap to how you get into the industry. It's not just as simple as, hey, I want to open a dispensary. Yeah. It takes a lot more than that, and we're going to provide that education. Okay. And investing in cannabis workshop. That's kind of tricky because, A, of the federal illegality, B, it's such an emerging market that the you could get into some uh, some angle of cannabis investing and then find out that all of a sudden 17 competitors pop up and, and your investment goes south. There's a lot to learn about cannabis investing. What types of things will you learn there? Will we learn there? Well, you know, it, it's like any industry. There's a lot of moving targets. But with cannabis, there's even more moving targets. This is the fastest growing industry in the United States. Cannabis industry is hiring more people right now as an industry than any other industry in the country. So if you want to be part of this and you want to tap into uh, not only investing, but potentially raising capital from investors, you need to understand what this means. There are some federal issues that need to be navigated. There are some banking issues that need to be navigated. There are some issues related to how you raise this capital, how you use that capital. We provide a forum for people to learn about that. And it's very different from state to state. Our focus obviously is on Massachusetts and New England. So we provide the experts who can talk to individuals who want to get into that marketplace and we allow them to have access to the opportunity to learn more about that. We're with Jeff Lawrence on Jay Talking, the co-founder CEO of NECAN, New England Cannabis Convention, uh, which is this weekend on Friday. It's been expanded to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I think I'm going to go. I, I actually am sure I'm going to go. I just haven't quite decided on uh, which day. So, Jeff, I have more questions. Let's, can we get into some of the vendors you, you ha being the boss, you must be aware of the kinds of exciting and different things that are out there uh, in, the, in the booths with the vendors. Well, I am, of course. And, and, and this year, we've almost doubled over uh, last year. So I don't have a, uh, a running count of all 350, 400 of them. But what I can say is that you're going to have an opportunity as somebody who's interested in the cannabis industry, to tap into uh, extraction businesses if you want to open a dispensary, decarbolizers if you want to open a dispensary, if you want to learn more about software, if you want to learn more about security, if you want to learn more about that business side, as well as if you want to be a retailer and maybe somebody who doesn't own a dispensary, but they want to uh, provide CBD products that are non-THC-based. It runs the gamut, and that's the amazing thing about all of the vendors that are present. This industry really touches all points. If you think about any industry that exists out there right now, whether it's a bar or it's a convenience store or whatnot, they all have these different touch points. The cannabis industry has the same touch points. And so it's a great opportunity to learn about all those aspects. So even if you're just a consumer who wants to learn more about cannabis, 
and they want to learn about the efficacy of cannabis and maybe tap into the industry. Maybe they want to work for uh, a dispensary or they want to work in the industry. We're going to provide some information. You also, if you're interested in investing in and or opening your own dispensary, going through the licensing process, launching your own grow, you have access to all that. In addition to that, one of the, the really exciting components is also grow at home. Massachusetts has a really rich grow at home uh, industry. And so if you want to just grow your own product at your house for medicinal or recreational purposes, you're going to need lighting. You're going to need to understand the electrical components. You're going to need to understand composting. You're going to need to understand fertilizer. You're going to need to understand all of those aspects. All of that will be available for you every single day this weekend. I have some uh, follow-up questions first. You mentioned decarbonization and extraction. Can you explain, uh, just to make sure we aren't using terms that everyone doesn't understand. <laughs> what is decarbonization sure. and what is extraction? So one of the more popular components of uh, cannabis use right now, whether medicinal or recreational, are is edibles or tinctures or vaporizing or basically anything other than just rolling a joint and smoking it. That doesn't just happen magically, especially on a commercial level or even on a residential level, you need to understand how you take that flower component and turn it into a medium or a product that can then be used to bake or make edibles or gummies or tinctures or liquids or what have you. These are the terms that are used to describe that process. And without boring your listeners with the details of that, they need to come down and learn about this because on a commercial level, it's very intensive. It's very uh, scientific. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it truly is a new industry in and of itself. But if you wanted to do it at your house and do it yourself with your home grow, you can also learn how to do that. And, and you can learn the scientific components and learn <laughs> about th that, that kind of, chemistry side of it and learn how to do it without having to invest $150,000 right. into machinery that'll do it. So HomeGrow is a pretty interesting and uh, cannabis is very expensive now. And so if you could, in, I guess the rule is in Massachusetts, you can have six plants per individual up to two plants, uh, uh, six plants per individual up to 12 per household. And if you did that, say at 12 plants, how much could you reap in a year to give folks an idea of how much money they might save? Well, to be fair, it depends on what you're growing, what kind of strains you're growing, how you're growing. Give me a range. Give me a sort of range. I mean, every 90 days on six plants, you should probably yield, and I'm, I'll probably take some heat for this, but I would say... Maybe 24 ounces. That's a lot. Well, it's a lot, except for one thing. If you're using it medicinally, you might be using up to a quarter ounce or an eighth of an ounce on a daily basis. Right. So it saves you a ton of money. Right. And, 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 and the other component is on the medicinal side, if you're a care provider, you're providing for other people that need it medicinally. So while we support 
the commercial side of this industry, absolutely. We also support the advocacy side and the medicinal side. You know, one of the groups that we work very closely with is NEVA, the New England Veterans Association, which focuses heavily, well, exclusively on providing veterans with access to uh, cannabis for medicinal purposes, specifically for treatment of PTSD or pain management. If there's somebody out there... He doesn't provide any services for that. So to have a care provider, this is a wonderful opportunity for them. Yes, it'd be a great informational uh, opportunity to to get in there and see maybe what cannabis can do. Maybe, uh, Maybe how, if you can't afford it, there are ways to get it. Because I guess it's legal to give away, right? Bradley, it, it, it is legal to gift, and there's a lot of gifting that takes place. But, but you know, gifting is the wrong term. If you look at what NEVA does and some of these veterans associations and other individuals who are care providers, their focus is providing medicine to people who could otherwise right. not afford it, it. Because insurance companies aren't covering it. The VA isn't covering it. So, you know, we can set aside gifting for a second. And we can focus on getting medicine to the people that need it. Right. And, and I'll give you a quick anecdotal little story. But the first year that we did our very first convention, it was at the Castle. Now we're at the Heinz Convention Center. I get a phone call from outside that Bob Lobel has shown up and wants to speak at our convention. Now, I've known Bob for years. You know Bob. And he has suffered some some challenges uh, medically. He wanted to come in and talk about how medical marijuana has helped him and helped treat some of the ailments that he's dealt with. He came in. He spoke. It was incredibly powerful. And he was only provided this information and access to medicinal cannabis because – People were willing to provide it to him. He didn't have to go through a dispensary or a doctor or a primary care physician or a dispensary. He had friends who said, Bob, this is going to work for you. And if you ask Bob LaBell today, he'll tell you it's the only thing that's ever worked for him. So that's a really important component of not only this industry, but also the advocacy and the education that we provide at the New England Cannabis Convention. I have about 60 seconds, and so I'll just ask you. There are there, there have to be a lot of related employment opportunities, people working at where where it's growing, clipping buds and people packaging, and there must be – do those sort of opportunities present themselves at this convention? Do you learn about jobs in the cannabis industry? Anybody who's interested – in getting into the cannabis industry and uh, for employment purposes, we'll find an endless stream of opportunities at our convention, whether you're a bud tender, whether you are a, uh, a genetic expert, whether you're an agricultural expert, a grower, whether you're, you have retail experience, this is the fastest growing industry in the country, and it's gonna be the fastest growing industry in Massachusetts. Come on down to the convention. You're interested in getting an industry you will get a job. Really appreciate your time, sir. Jeff Lawrence, co-founder and CEO of the New England Cannabis Convention. I, re- I know it's late and I know you're crazy busy, so I'll let you go. But I really appreciate your time on, on the eve of Friday and the, the open of this whole big thing. Thank you. Bradley, always a pleasure to talk to you. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much, sir. Yep, see you there. Thanks, Jeff. That was another Jay Talking Podcast. If you loved what you heard, like and review the show. It helps others find us. Subscribe to the Jay Talking Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and never miss an episode. 
Follow me on Twitter for show updates. And as always, you can catch the show live every weeknight starting Sunday, midnight to 5 on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.